Hi there, it's Charles Kelly. House prices have hit the highest rate of growth for 15 years. In the UK, house prices rose 3.4% in just three months to the end of November. And this is the highest increase in price month on month since 2006. And 2006 was, of course, a couple of years before we had the Great, uh, the great Depression and the crash in, in that property market around 2008, 2009. So the, 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 the rate of growth is, is certainly peaking. And it's 8.2% higher than a year ago. Now, this is according to the Halifax survey. Uh, the Halifax is a lender in the UK. You remember, may remember a couple of weeks I talked about the Nationwide survey, which is the other large lender in the UK, or there's, there's many large lenders, but it's one of the biggest. And they've traditionally produced a survey based on their own mortgage lending uh, figures and completions and that sort of thing. But it's not the overall figure that comes from the land registry, which which it tends to lag behind these figures. But this is a very good indication. Now, the average UK property, uh, you know, the price hit a fresh record now of 272,000. Uh, 952 that's that's just under 273,000 in November and the UK largest largest mortgage said that this is great but the pace of growth is unlikely to continue as house finances come under pressure and this is obviously due to inflation higher prices higher fuel prices and and, and many other factors uh, so that that's what's been happening there now obviously we've got a property shortage and record low interest rates which seem to be driving demand. House prices in the UK have been going up uh, for the past five months. This is despite the end of that stamp duty holiday which caused a stampede up to the end of June and then there was another little holiday still up to the end of September. Uh, so and there was massive incre uh, massive uh, activity in the first six months uh, to, to June uh, and many agents said to me that they'd sold more in, in that six months and they'd sold in the previous year or in many years. So they didn't expect the, the demand to, to continue, but it, it has been. And it's underpinned, I guess, by you know an overall nationwide shortage of properties that we've known about for a long time. There's always been a shortage of properties. And yet, despite that, the market still can go up or down. Uh, then there's a strong labor market, uh, keen competition amongst mortgage providers to keep rates low. And you know, there's some super deals out there. You know, you get fixed rates of 1%. I mean, it's, it, it is crazy. Uh, so that, that's what's been going on. Uh, the figures are based on, as I said, one lender's data. They, they represent an average across all residential types in the UK. So some areas are going to be different. Some areas may not have experienced that growth. Some may have slowed down. Some may have gone down. Uh, flats, for instance, in, in one area that, that I know in, in, in the, 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 around London have not gone up by very much. Uh, in, in fact, one agent said that you could buy flats at similar kind of prices even two, three, four years ago. They haven't gone up by that much, but houses have rocketed up and we're seeing some crazy prices in the area for houses, but flats, not so, not so much. So how long do we think interest, these historic interest rates will, will last? The, these very low rates, um, you know, we've got base rates at nearly zero. Well, that's an interesting question because uh, we, we talked about the Bank of England meeting on the 16th of this month and a couple of weeks ago one of the board members of the Monetary Policy Committee said that he kind of hinted that interest rates would have to go up to curb this rising inflation which is, has reached more than 4% and in, in, in real terms it's more like 6 7 8%. In, if, if you take it in the old way they used to calculate it. And we all know what's happening in our own pockets and how prices have gone up in the shops, 
packaging sizes have gone down, prices have gone up. Uh, we, we know that fuel prices and natural gas prices have rocketed. And, and we know that you know, just the cost of living is, is affecting a lot of people. Uh, so will the Bank of England uh, raise interest rates? Well, this is interesting because now we've, we've had this new variant, this uh, Omicron variant, uh, and the government only yesterday just announced uh, new restrictions on, on uh, certain businesses. And it seems to be happening all over the world. And some countries are introducing mandatory vaccinations. Uh, we're getting back to the, the Germany in the 1930s here, because Germany and Austria are, are going for the mandatory. And what happens if they don't want to take it? Do they get locked up? Do they put, get put in, dare I say it, concentration camps? Are we getting back to this sort of Nazi era? I, I don't know. We're not allowed to mention the word even, but you know, stark, dark things are happening in the world. I won't go into any big theories, but we've got to watch what's going on here. So with that in, with that in mind, with a possible further economic slowdown, we've already had a slowdown. UK economic growth slowed in October and November to almost, uh, I think it was 0.1%. So it's it's grinding to a halt already. So with these new restrictions coming up to Christmas, will things grind further down and, and maybe go into recession? And in that case, will the Bank of England still want to, to raise interest rates? They don't normally like to raise interest rates when economic uh, growth is slow and then you get stagflation. Now the other thing I want to mention about Christmas is to be careful about blowing all your money at Christmas. Don't get into debt at Christmas to buy presents. Don't get into debt and spend your money you don't have. That That is could be disastrous for you. People go out and buy toys and things like this and electronic gadgets and they're paying 40, 50, 60% interest rates with some unscrupulous dealers. Um, so I, I would say don't do it. One way of getting around this I think is to hold a family truce and say look I can't pay for very expensive presents so why don't we just cap it at 10 20 pounds whatever you like dollars and, and so right we're going to have a, a fun christmas we'll buy fun things for christmas but we won't uh, spend money that we can't afford or you might just have to opt out of it so like, i'm opting out of it don't buy me anything i won't buy you anything that that's the only way for some people but the last thing you want to do is get into to debt now obviously on that subject financial education is the key to holding wealth to building wealth uh, but there are other things you need to do to, to really build wealth. And I cover this on my uh, iTunes podcast, my YouTube channel, my Facebook pages and that sort of thing. But I want to announce something special. I finally launched a book that I've been working on for the last two years called Borrow and Grow Rich. Yes, Borrow and Grow Rich. And I'm going to give you a very special offer if you pre-order this book. Now, I cover all this uh, in, in, in both books. I've got another book, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. I haven't even got the, the Borrow and Grow Rich uh, book printed yet, but it's available on Kindle as a pre-order. Uh, that's the old book, by the way. But if you if you order Borrow and Grow Rich, if you pre-order it on Kindle uh, before the 31st of December, I'll send you a PDF copy of this book as well. And this book retails at over £10. Uh, but if you pre-order the, the Kindle version, which is, is half that price, uh, I'll, I'll give you a PDF copy of that book absolutely free. Now, what is it all about? Uh, the book is about building wealth, how wealthy people built their wealth. Now, a lot of people might think, you, you know, you could just save your way to being wealthy. Well, you need to save. And of course, I cover this in my Smart Money Manager courses. You need to be careful with money, of course. But that won't make you really rich. Uh, the people who've become really rich have, have used leverage. They've used other people's money. You can't become rich just by, by saving and scrimping and that sort of thing. And... Uh, in this book, you will learn how to use the power of leverage, how uh, leverage and, and inflation. We hate, we're seeing rise in inflation, but leverage 
can make you rich without working any harder. Literally, leverage and inflation. You'll learn the difference between good debt and bad debt. We've talked about bad debt, like buying presents for Christmas. You'll learn how to use good debts to make you rich. And I'll go through many examples of how you can do it and how I've done it as well. So do, do look out for that. I'll put a link up here. Do order uh, pre-order a copy of Borrow and Grow Rich. And the paperback version will, will also be out very soon as well. So thanks for listening. Have a great uh, weekend. Have a great Christmas if we don't see any more episodes. I will be back next week. But uh, don't get into debt over Christmas. And do have a look at that book. It might be a nice Christmas present for somebody uh, in, in the Christmas present truce where you can buy something inexpensive that will actually help them to borrow and grow rich. Thanks for listening. And I will speak to you again very soon. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Thank you.